Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Welcome to the Hushville Black Forum. It's July, July 16th, uh, 2016. Uh, got a great, great show for you this evening. Welcome. Facebook friends, how y'all doing? I just sent you a little notice. Y'all stand by. We got a heck of a show for you this evening. Hey, uh, did anybody notice uh, some kind of coup going on in Turkey last night? What happened to that thing? That was the quickest coup I've seen in my life. I still got two or three hundred people dead, but I mean, the first the first lesson in uh, throwing a coup, if you're going to stage a coup, then the president, the leader of the country, is out of the country. Rule number one, y'all, keep that guy out of the country. Don't dare let him back in while that coup is going on. Because if you let him back in, uh, all bets are off. You let it back in, all bets are off. That's just a that's what that's from uh, coup uh, one oh one. But no, they had a coup in Turkey last night, whatever it was. But uh, yeah, the uh, president of uh, Turkey was on vacation somewhere in the the Black Sea over there, out of the country, and uh, some of the military uh, folks decided to take over the government. Or the president, and somehow the president, well, you know, the capital of Turkey is Ankara. Ankara. Uh, somehow the president stuck back into Istanbul, and uh, they had to nail that thing down. They had uh, nailed that uh, uh, coup thing down, and and the president come back in the country and got half the military behind him still. So uh, that thing was crushed. Now, pretty quick, like, uh, as far as coups go, I mean, oh, yeah, I, I can see it, two or three hundred people got killed and in the, in the, got caught up in the mess, got caught up in the uh, in the middle of it. And, but, wow, that could be that could have been a serious thing there because it seems as though, according to uh, the reports that we've been getting, uh, that the president has been dragging the company, country of Turkey more toward uh, Islam over the last 10 or 12 years there, and somehow the military is more secular. I uh, mean, they don't uh, uh, put one religion over another. And, in uh, fact, the uh, military has been leaning uh, more toward the EU, European Union, uh, than uh, um, this uh, uh, Islamic State thing that the president has seemed to be uh, leaning toward. So that that's a big uh, contention there within Turkey, uh, the direction of the country, and according to what I can find out, the military ha- has the power guaranteed in the, in, in the Turkish constitution that uh, they would be the final arbiter of uh, of keeping uh, uh, democracy in the country. Uh, the military, I, I don't know how that works. Huh? Well, 
Hey, don't get the Hushmo going. Hey, you got me, Hushmo, driving this train this evening, y'all. You know, our model is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And not in necessity, sometimes we will do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk, y'all. We come to you live, been living color over Blog Talk Radio. Every Saturday from 7 to 9 p.m., you can find the Hushmo right here. Uh, trying to make sense of things that uh, just don't make no sense. That's what we do. We cipher stuff. That's what we do out here on the Hushmo platform. We, we, we make sense out of things that uh, just don't make no sense. And Lord knows there's so much going on right now that don't make sense. Uh, <laughs> there's enough going on now that don't make no sense that uh, keep me in a job for the next 200 years, y'all. Trying to, <laughs> trying to uh, cipher all the BS that's uh, coming at us. Donald Trump uh, got Mike Pence, governor of Indiana. He had to make a decision on that thing yesterday. Of whether or not, uh, I'm talking about Mike Pence, the governor of Indiana. He had to make a decision on whether or not he's going to put his name back in for re-election. And uh, he was underwater up in uh, Indiana's approval rate somewhere around 40%. So the Republicans in Indiana was glad to get him out off that ticket. But still, they're going to have a hard time right now trying to win that governorship, putting somebody else in, in there at this late date. I'm thinking uh, Indiana's going to go Democrat, both governor and senator spot. So, uh, uh, who is it? Uh, Evan Bay, the former senator from Democratic senator from Indiana, is rerunning again. So, Democrats got a real good chance to pick up the governorship in the uh, in the uh, 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 Senate. Uh, seat up in uh, Indiana, y'all. Yeah, Trump uh, picked uh, Mike Pence. Uh, if you don't, if you've never heard of Mike Pence, uh, don't feel pregnant because uh, not many people have uh, has heard, heard heard of him either. And I, you know, I didn't know much about the guy. Maybe he tried to run some uh, some crazy bill. He tried to sign in the law last year. He got him in the trouble there trying to uh, sign a bill in the law that would uh, discriminate against the LBGT. LBGT community. That's the gay community, y'all. If y'all don't know what LBGT stands for, I don't either, but it has something to do with people that's gay. He tried to put a law in place that would uh, allow businesses to discriminate against people based on their sexual orientation. Uh, he got a lot of fact for that, so he had to, under the cover of darkness, uh, get rid of it. That's Mike Pence. Trump said Pence was his first choice of VP. <laughs> Shoot, uh-oh, somebody hit that button. Hey, where is my people operating the switchboard? Pay attention to what's going on. That's peanut gallery. Pay attention to what's going on. Hey, uh, oh, boy, we got a great show here. We got a, <laughs> let, me, let me put this on here to come. Broken down that Get out. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, 
silence is in quiet, and it feels like it's getting hard to breathe, and I know you feel like dying, but I promise we'll take the world to a dream, Today, uh, rise up. We we need some some inspiration here today, uh. I'm talking about with the mess going on in the world. We need all the inspiration we can get. That's my uh, that's my uh, Martin's bell hymn, if you will. Rise up, Miss Andre Day. Hey, uh, we uh, we talked about uh, uh, briefly about the coup in uh, Turkey, but prior to that, the big news was uh, Nice, France. This person, I guess the guy was a maniac. I don't know who else would do it. Drove this uh, this big truck. This uh, I guess it was like a tractor trailer. Drove it right down the middle of the promenade in Nice. That was closed off to cars and full of people. He drove that thing right down the middle of that street, killing people. Killed some 80, 
80 plus people and, and uh, wounded another 200 before they finally shot together death or killed them. I mean, this is crazy. Hey, what in the world's going on in the world, y'all? What's going on? This 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 stuff is starting to happen too often here, y'all. Where we at uh, in the world here today? This guy take a truck, a big semi, tractor trailer, drive it right down the midst of a crowd of people, killing everything in sight, y'all. Killing everything in sight. Just I don't know what his motivation was. Nobody knows exactly what the guy's motivation was. He did. He can't bear witness. He can't bear witness to nothing. He oh he did. So we had a truck full of, this is a report now, I don't have a truck full of guns, guns and whatnot. So he, he was out to kill. He wasn't out messing around. He wasn't out for no, you know, uh, afternoon drive. He was out to kill some people, and he did. And he did. This is me strange, right? I don't know what's going on in the world. I don't know what's going on in the world, y'all. Scary. It is scary. Um, and just think, uh, Donald Trump is just a corn flip from the over office, y'all. You think stuff is scary. <laughs> you think it's scary. If uh, they can't get anywhere near that White House, uh, it's really going to be scary. It's really going to be scary. If the Donald get anywhere near that White House, it's going to be scary, scary, scary. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, yeah. You think it's scary now? Let that guy get. Oh, I ain't got nothing against Don, other than the fact that uh, I believe he, I believe he might have a mental problem. I believe he might have a mental problem. Now, yeah, now that I do believe. If he got a mental problem, do you really want the Don? Do you really want that guy near the White House if he's got a mental problem? And I think he's really got some kind of... Now, it seemed to me that uh, anybody running for the office of president should have to take some kind of mental exam. Oh, yeah. That's what I believe. I believe anybody running for office not only have to, uh, first of all, they should have to go through a background check, some kind of security check. And then they need to take some kind of mental uh, evaluation. That president has to be mentally stable, y'all. That president has to be mentally stable. We can't have a president that's unstable mentally. That's just a no, though. Now, I don't know where they're down that, but just looking at it, just looking at it from the outside in, looking at it from the outside in, the guy looks to me to be 
mentally unstable. I'm serious. The guy looked like he's mentally unstable. And that, to me, uh, should disqualify him from being anywhere near that White House. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, Okay, so I was reading the story, y'all. I'm, you know, I always have four or five different monitors up uh, in the studio here trying to keep up with today's events. And uh, I just happened to uh, uh, glance over at uh, the Atlanta Braves homepage there where they've got this guy. Uh, uh, Hector Oliveira, uh, this guy out of Cuba who they signed in the all season for some $40 million. Uh, somebody got him from uh, the Dodgers, I believe. And uh, he had some kind of domestic violence uh, uh, incident back in April. And he's been suspended from Major League Baseball for some 82 games. It's coming to an end, and they just, uh, uh, Major League Baseball just allowed him to resume playing at the minor league level. So this guy was supposed to be all-world. He was all-world in Cuba for some years. <clears throat> the Braves trying to make up their mind whether or not to release him because they still owe the guy like $30 million. Uh, let's see. Uh, had game potential middle of the order. That, oh, 30, they still owe him $32 million uh, through 2020. So... They can either pay him that money and release him or or try to get some kind of trade deal. They say they haven't been able to trade him, uh, and yet they don't want to bring him back because they said something about uh, they got all these moral standards. I don't know. I remember a manager they had slapped his wife around a couple of times. Uh, they didn't do anything to him. I mean, I don't know if he got missed a game. He slapped his wife around. This is some acquaintance. Uh, what's different in, in those two situations, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he ever missed the game. <laughs> is there a double standard there? <laughs> Absolutely there is. It seemed to me, I don't know. But anyway, we, we I'm curious to see what kind of bat the guy got. He's supposed to have a heck of a bat. But he didn't prove it last year, but he was only up here two weeks last year, so we really don't know what this guy is capable of doing. If they drop him, they still have to pay him the $30 million, and somebody else could pick him up on the low, and he'd go hit 40 whole months for somebody. So that's that's the dilemma that uh, the Braves find themselves in right now. I you know I, I don't know everybody deserves a second chance, as far as I'm concerned. Everybody deserves a second chance. That's my thought. So... We're going to see what happened there. I was trying to, the reason I went to the Braves uh, web page 
as I'm trying to see when the young center fielder we got. We got a young center fielder that uh, has been on a disabled list, and I'm trying to see where the guy is at because he was all world. He was all world before he got hurt, and uh, he's been on a disabled list for he's been oh. on a disabled list for some time. Now I'm trying to figure out when the world is he coming back. I'm trying to figure out when he's coming back. Aldonis Garcia is not the outfield. He's third base. What are they, what are they doing? Oh, uh, I'm trying to figure out when that guy's coming back. Uh, I can't find his name right now, but this guy was all world before he got hurt. I think he broke his, what did he do, break his, uh, he broke his, uh, Malik Smith. He broke his, uh, broke his, uh, thumb or something. He's on a 15-day disabled list. He should be coming off that thing by now. I see when he's gonna come back. That guy. He had the he got the makings of a ball player, yeah. Malik Smith. That guy got the makings of a great, great center fielder. Mm, yeah, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time before he do some great things for us. Mm. So I don't know. Trying to see if I can find some news on him, uh, Malik Smith. Uh, mm, mm, the Braves today plays off in my stress on a 15-day decision list with a fractured left thumb, and we call him Bonifacio. That's the Smith sustained left arm fracture. Having left arm fracture, it's been. By a pistol on the line six old ran over the Mets. Uh, this is June 19th, so four weeks. June 19th, this is the 60th, but he's been out about. So I might just sit at home and I'll have a last night. Please uh, hey, don't scare me like that. But yeah. So we we got some good things uh, going with the Braves, but I don't know. Nate Thurman, one of my favorite NBA players, that uh, he's gone. Nate Thurman, 74, uh, from Akron, Ohio. I remember he played on the high school team in Ohio that consisted of Nate Thurman at 6'11", Gus Johnson at 6'7", and and, uh, the other guy was Billy... uh, what was Billy's name? He never did do anything, but the center was like seven feet. <laughs> the center was like seven. This was a high school team. A 6'11 power forward, a 6'7 small forward, and a seven-foot center. 
in high school, they lost a, a, a state championship that year. I think it was like 1957. They lost a state championship to a team uh, uh, headed up by Jerry Lucas. This is how long, this is back in the day, y'all. Y'all don't know anything about that. But Nate Thurman, a great, great uh, NBA player, great, great basketball player, y'all. Nate Thurman gone. I want to send our condolences out to uh, Mr. Thurman's uh, family. England got a new prime minister, y'all. Theresa May, second female prime minister of England behind Margaret Thatcher. She took over Wednesday for David Cameron, who resigned because of uh, the Brexit vote there in England. England voted to pull out of the EU, y'all. They haven't did it yet, but really, it was never 100% in because they never did adopt the euro as a currency. They always kept that British pound. And uh, so I don't know how much of a deal it is. I mean, they can't, they might can pull out on paper, but they can't uh, change their location. They still can be right there in the midst of the EU on that little island. England pull out of the, wrote to pull out of the EU. David Cameron resigned this past Wednesday. Theresa May, the new prime minister. Curious to see how she uh, interact with uh, the president. I'm sure she'll be making a trip over before he's out of office, making her rounds to introduce herself to the world, world leaders. England, new prime minister, uh, one of our biggest allies, perhaps our biggest ally. We, uh, hey, it's about uh, 7.30 at the ATL, yeah. Hey, I'm doing Facebook friends. What's up? We got a free call in number one eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. We don't take many calls out here on the Hushbow platform. We will take a call or two. Got something relevant to add to the conversation. We'll uh, entertain you. We ain't screwed. Oh no, we just we drive this train by itself. Doing the doing the work of four people. Yeah, it takes four people to move a train. It takes four people to move a train, yeah. Or it used to. I don't know. I'm talking about the old days. I'm old school. It used to take a train. Locomotive wouldn't take off without four workers. Conductor, engineer, a flagman, and a brakeman. Yeah. Without those three jobs being manned, that train wouldn't go move, yeah. You couldn't even move that train without those three. Uh, not a hushman who was doing it all by itself. How? How I'm off the cash, yeah. That's the kind of that's the kind of person you got, uh, man. In this show, I'm doing a job of four being all by my little old self, all by myself. I want to wish my youngest child a happy birthday, the latest happy birthday. Yeah, birthday was uh, the steel day, July 14th. That's when he had all the craziness going on in Nice. Uh, that's equivalent to uh, our 4th of July, the steel day in France, some kind of independence. I'm not sure what the steel represents. Probably. Anybody know? I have to Google that because I've been curious about it. I know, it's, I know it has something to do with uh, their independence, just what I don't know. That's, 
we'll, we'll try to. I told you we we cipher stuff out of Bastille. We're gonna find out Bastille. Day. We're gonna find out right now exactly what it is. Uh, Bastille Day, July fourteenth. Naturally, they significant commemorates the beginning of the French Revolution with the storming of the Bastille on the 14th July 1789 and the end of the French people at the Fladella Federation on July 14th, 1789. So, race military parade, the beginning of the French Revolution. The storming of the Bastille. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah, it goes back to 1789, yeah. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, folks, yes, Info play essay. Info play. Info play essay. Info play essay. Hmm. Okay, yeah. It celebrates, uh, Storm of the Bastille. The Bastille was a French mm, storm. The Bastille, a fortress and prison in France, where prisoners of influence were were held in hopes of capturing ammunition. <laughs> okay, wow, that's interesting. See, we 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 got all kind of information for y'all. Info play us. Info inf, info play. I say. Info play. I say. Info play essay. That's French, y'all. Oh, y'all, y'all didn't know the Hushmo uh, got into a little French? Info play essay. <laughs> Shortly thereafter, King Louis, who was Louis, King Louis the Sixteenth, and his wife Marie Antoinette took refuge in Versailles as a violent peasant pillaged and burned. Chateau, Chateau, and destroyed records of federal dues. This action is known as a one day pure, the great fear. Peasant class, the Bastille stood as a symbol of the hypocrisy and corruption of the aristocratic government, controlled mostly by nobility and clergy. This important event marked the Entry of the popular class into the French Revolution. Wow. They ran King Louis and uh, Queen Antoinette out of town, y'all. That's what that Bastille did about July 14, 1789. A little, little long history. <laughs> for the Hushbo Black Forum uh, audience, it's a little long history, maybe, but it's Somebody says, Peter Garrison, I ain't a little known mystery part of world history. Okay, so now you know. That's still the July 14th celebration. 
the beginning of the French Revolution in 1789, storming of the Bastille. Okay. That messed him up. Hey, y'all, uh, it's about, ooh, I don't know, man, I'm going to break though. We're going to take a quick pause for the call. Don't no, hang in there, you got any other? Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us, Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace.
Hey, welcome back there. Welcome back to the Hustle Platform. You know who get off that first week? We always somehow we always get uh, get hung up trying to get back in here. Welcome back to the Hushmo Black Forum. It's about, uh, wow, quarter to eight, yeah, Saturday, July 16, 2016, wow, I found flies when we were having fun, y'all, it's halfway over already. He's getting some crazy crazy uh, weather around here. It's been 90 degrees for the last month. Seems like. We we have uh, the husband was having to uh, get out there on the golf course early and early. Yeah, we're trying to get out there. It's 7.30 now. Early than that if you can. Try to get out there after that. That sun catch you out there on that golf course. You become a bunch of dirty dames by the time you make the turn. By the time you make your turn, you'll be calling that sign a bunch of dirty names, y'all. And weather like this. Yeah, somebody saying weather like this is when I was picking cotton, y'all. That's, oh, that's been a while back, y'all. That's been a while back. Since I was picking in cotton, that's what you talking about. We talking about over half a century ago. More than that. Better parts of more than a half a century. Way more. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna I ain't dating myself out here, y'all. It's been more than a minute since I seen the cotton field. But I saw one. I saw one four or five years ago. I was down in South Georgia. Down in uh ideal is it ideal or uh, Taylor County? Down in Taylor County, Georgia. Taylor County sits on, I guess, almost on the border of uh, Georgia and Florida. It's way down there, yeah. But anyway, I went down to a funeral. And uh, once I talk, turn off the dirt road, turn off the road and onto the dirt road that did me back uh did me back to uh to nineteen forty. Did me back to the nineteen forties, uh, I thought I was back in the old plantation. I thought I was back on the old plantation, uh that thing really Really doing that. I was down there. I guess the better part of a day. What happened? A friend of mine from Atlanta had passed on. And uh, he was from, uh, I won't say ideal Georgia, but I'm not sure. But anyway, I know it was Taylor County. And he was a Taylor. 
county named after some of the folks who stayed with folks in slavery, yeah. But the long story short. But anyway, we went back down and come to find out that his folks got a lot of white cousins in his family. They was there at the funeral. He was he was buried at this church that was on that set on that property. All that time still got a lot of family around there. And uh, just so happened, the church that he was buried on sat on the tail of property. He was buried next to his father, old man Taylor. And it was quite interesting how the white Taylors and the black Taylors uh, get along down there today. Well, they got no choice but to get along. They all they all mixed up there together now. They got no choice but to get along. They all mixed up there together. That was quite quite interesting because, like I said, when, I, when we turned off the main highway, we turned on this dirt road and went back up in there five or six miles, and we finally got to the Taylor property. They owned everything around there. I told you the church was on their property, the graveyard on their property. He buried right next to his dead and his granddad. All of them buried right there. That's so interesting. That's so interesting how how that thing uh how that thing played out. Now they got two runs, y'all. Okay. This was uh, sometime in November, I believe it was, some, I don't know, eight, nine, ten years ago. Eight, nine, ten years ago. Uh, they got pecan trees all over the place, and it's, I know it was that time of year because uh, pecan had started uh, dropping off the trees, and uh, I wouldn't pick up it. Got a handful of pecans and got them in the yard. The cotton was still bailed out in the field. They hadn't brought it to the barn yet or wherever. And uh, it was quite interesting uh, to see how little uh, that place had changed over the last 50, 60, 70 years. Yeah? Taylor County, Georgia. And to get into some of the history, get into some of the history of uh, that county and some of the people that uh, that uh, first settled that county. George is like that. Uh, my family go back. If you go down to uh, Troop County, that's like Range, Georgia. You find the Cameron. You'll find the Camerons down there. The Camerons and the Delaney's. The Cameron and the Delaney's had more chillings than any two families in the Troop County. Uh, I guarantee you, the Camerons and the Delaney's. You can't you can't be from Troop County originally. <laughs> and not have a chairman or a lady in your family. 
you can't, it's impossible to be from Duke County if you're over 20 years old and not have a Cameron or a Delaney in your family somewhere. It's impossible. You cannot be, I'm just telling you, you know, I'm telling you like a PRU. Which is impossible. I don't know. Hmm. Hey, y'all. Uh, we got a, uh, what have we got? A news flash? What's going on? You said what? Well, I thought we had some kind of news flash. Come on, y'all. I'm listening to the peanut gallery, y'all. That peanut gallery, I'll get you in trouble every time. I'm paying no attention to the peanut gallery because they're full of, they're full of the it. They full of it, y'all. There it is. The peanut gallery is full of it. I ain't gonna say what it is, but it, you know it when you see it. <laughs> somebody said, I don't know what it is, but you know it when you see it. <laughs> we got a lot to show up. We are a lively peanut gallery tonight, y'all. Come on, y'all. Hey, cut it out. This is a series. We're series out here on the Hushmore platform. We try to be. Sometimes the peanut gallery won't allow you to. Uh, we see your folk, folk up out here. We don't wink. <laughs> hey. This is crazy, yeah. We try to be serious in the feedback gallery. We want to allow us. They want to. They want to be some kind of comedian. They want to be comedians, and we want to be serious about our about our presentation out here. We don't play no stuff like that. Get serious. They ain't gonna ever do right, yeah. Whatever. They ain't gonna ever do right. It's always gonna be some junk. It's always gonna be some junk. I can tell you that right now. They always gotta have some junk going. That's just like somebody said, we good for that. Keeping up mess. <laughs> hey. I'm just saying, y'all, I didn't say that. Somebody said, says, just like us people. What do you mean, just like us people? What does that mean? Uh, you speak for yourself. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> somebody said, us folks. What do you mean, us folks? Hey, you, I mean, <laughs> hey, you say, what do you mean, those folks? 
Hey, don't come up me. You ain't talking about me. Uh-uh. You come about you folks. Hey, we, got some, we sure like got some comedians, y'all. Talking that smack. We're talking that smack. Uh-uh. Wow. <laughs> hey, y'all. We, uh... We got to get serious out here. The Braves are now playing the Rockies. I know the Braves are playing. Why? Why get this stuff popping up on my uh, uh, Facebook page? Some about the Braves are playing the Rockies. I know the Braves are playing the Rockies because I'm. I got them up on a on a monitor here. Yeah. They said they want to keep me informed. Hey, that's what I was informed. Thank you though, y'all. Uh-uh, thank you. I appreciate it. That's my switchboard person. Always trying to trying to be helpful. Trying to be helpful. <laughs> the LA, LA Reed look like Wow. Yeah, I was just uh, turning up the volume a little bit on the Braves telecast there, trying to see what was going on. 
Some guy just broke his bat, flew it into his braids, above the braids dug out there. People can get hurt with those bats flying like that. You got a sharp end of a bat flying a hundred miles an hour, look back, into the seat. That could be dangerous, though. Luckily, this guy caught it. Somebody caught the bat. Hey, I thought this was not I don't know if he had a glove on or not. A lot of folks go to the stadium with their baseball gloves. And sometimes they come in handy. Sometimes they come in handy. You might have to ward off a bat or a ball flying your way. It's good to have some protection sometimes. They got Chipper Jones Hall of Famer, Brave future Hall of Famer in the uh, broadcast booth. Yeah, he's a future Hall of Famer, though, no doubt. The hospital's in school, y'all. We, and for the life of me, I don't know why I did it, but I messed around. I've got four classes over the summer, and I didn't realize, but all the summer classes are, are twice as fast as regular classes because they're shorter, and I am working my behind off trying to keep up. I ain't going to tell you no lie. I'm I'm working my hand off to try to get a strong D in all these classes. I ain't gonna tell you nothing like this is hard as I worked in I don't know how long. I mean I didn't, I was enjoying myself till I got down I suppose I was only got I only need a few more hours and I'm gonna try to get most of that done over the summer. So come September I can just sell sell along with a couple of classes and be finished in November or whatever. So I took four classes this summer and they are about to drive me to drinking again. I don't think. Oh no, I stopped drinking some three years ago. So this stuff Thank God I uh I can stay away from it because if I was a drinking man, this this right here would have me drinking. This would really have me drinking.
Chipper Jones, uh, I was just talking about the Rays Future Hall of Fame and his, his wife is pregnant with his sixth child. I think he's got like five boys with her. Now, he got a couple more with his first wife. So Chipper Jones got about nine or ten years. He got about nine or ten years, so. I guess he's like that. Well, you can afford him. This guy got tons of money. Chip his own got tons of money, yeah. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah. He got tons of money. Still, nine kids is a lot. And my parents had 10, so the back when I was coming along, 10 was the, was the magic number. You had to have 10. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I came up on a, in the middle of the cabin field, so back in the day, you needed 10 kids to, to do the chores around the house, pick cotton, powder for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you needed 10 kids. Hey, y'all, uh, we're going to... We we're after this break here. We're going to uh, take a pause for the calls here. Somebody's on the line. Hold on. We're going to get to you. We're going to take another quick pause. Or y'all, y'all hang in there. You got me hustling. Drive this train to see you. Hang in there. We'll be back. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushma Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Wow. The Braves pitcher is throwing 90 miles an hour out there, y'all. 98 on the black. Wow. That guy's throwing tonight, yeah? All right, so you got to show pace yourself. You got to pace yourself in weather like this. You pissing out there in 90 degree weather, you're going to burn out after five or six innings. Ooh, good pitch. How do you lay off of that? You got to put that arrow back in, uh, out your mind, son, and go ahead and pitch. Third base will fumble the ball. That should have been check it out, yeah. Like you get in a pitcher's head if he let it. Can't allow that to get in your head, so you got to pitch. Pitch right through defensive lapses. Yeah, that's all growing pains, yeah. It's all growing pain. Strike right on back. Right on back, yeah. That boy's throwing. I don't think he threw anything under 95 yet. This inning, I'm talking about that old game. I mean, he changed it up. What was that, a foul ball? That has to be a uh, foul ball. That had to be a foul ball, you know. You got that ball way outside, son. Go back with your fastball inside. Mm-mm. Throw a fastball right on the paint. I remember the time when the manager to call the whole game from the bench. And that just don't happen anymore. That was a time when the manager used to call the whole game from the bench. Pitcher had no choice but to, uh, now he just shake him all, but I, no, I think that manager, I remember the time the manager used to call that whole game. That was back in the day, I told you I'm old school. Y'all <laughs> Anybody remember that? When the manager called the whole game? When baseball, you talking about baseball, we talking about football. That's kind of place in football. We talking about baseball. The manager can, the manager can just make that pitch go where you want. Well, that's a young pitcher. They spot something in the a better's uh, makeup. 
too. Get out of there. Get out of there, y'all. That's what she wants. Yeah. The faith. The eyeball. That was a heck of a play right there. Heck of a play. If we don't come up with that ball, that's 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 two runs. That's sure stop messing around, let that ball get past then. That's two runs, y'all. I'm, I'm doing play by play for the ball game too, y'all. If y'all wonder what the Hushman was talking about, I'm doing play by play for the Braves. They had a man, Colorado had a man at first and second, one out. Somebody hit a smash up the middle. The shortstop had to charge the ball and take it on an in between hop. <laughs> and he made that play, turned into a double play. If that ball get by him, Colorado is still running around the bases. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's going to score two runs because they were running at the, at the crack of the bat. They were off and running, yeah. What made the play? We went out too. That makes all the difference in the world. We went out. Mm-hmm. What else going on in the world, y'all? This character talking. Georgia lawmaker says KKK kept law and order. Yeah. They kept law and order for who? <laughs> By hanging people and stealing uh, uh, fear? Is that the law and order he's talking about? We uh, just got a post, y'all. Don't get me started out on this Facebook page. Some Georgia lawman talking about the KKK uh, kept law and order. Uh, I suppose he's talking about by hanging people and uh, spreading terrorism all over the place. Is that the kind of law and order he's talking about or what? Hey, y'all, we got a free call in, one eight 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 five eight eight. 3814, free call into the Hushmore Black Forum. 
we uh talking about several different uh, world events going on here. Uh, the massacre in Nice, France, for one, and then uh, the attempted coup in Turkey. The two major uh, news stories that uh, that's, uh, is dominating the news. Of course, the Donald, Donald Trump announced his VP pick, Mike Pence, the governor of Indiana, who... Uh, was in all likelihood going to lose that race up there in Indiana. He was there to get out of there. He flew into New York on Thursday, begging the dog to get him out of the hole that he was in. Sure enough, the Donald was. Uh, Uh, bailed him out by putting him on the ticket. I guess he put him on the ticket because right now uh, the Republicans are trying to stage a coup of their own. The Republicans trying to stage a coup of their own, uh, trying to prevent the Donald from uh, securing the nomination on the first ballot. How that thing is going to work, I don't know. If y'all live around the Cleveland area, uh, take shelter. <laughs> If y'all, hey, Facebook friends, anybody, anybody uh, living around that Cleveland area up there, uh, you might want to, you might want to uh, take shelter come Monday. There might be some fireworks up that way at that Republican convention. That Republican convention got all the hallmarks of a, uh, a dangerous situation brewing. Yeah, so uh, I hope y'all don't get caught up in the mix. Uh, before one that uh, the Hushman is saying that he advised <laughs> the Hushman is advising you to uh, take shelter, y'all. Come on Monday, when that thing kick off, that thing's gonna be it's gonna be some problems now, no doubt. It's gonna be some problems. <laughs> My nephew and his wife out there on Facebook. All work after 12 hours, headed to Three Rivers Festival with my junk food alley. Here we come. Got to get some fried veggies. Wow. We uh, never trust a Negro who don't date black women. <laughs> wow. You know, Facebook got all kinds of things. Uh, somebody posted on here, never trust a Negro who don't date black women. Wow, who 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 dropped that? Who who is this? I look like that looks like Grady, y'all. Grady, that look that. Hey, somebody tell me, is that Grady on Facebook? Facebook, <laughs> uh, Peter Gallery. <laughs> who is that? It looks like Grady. I, I you know I don't know, but somebody got a, uh, a caption over a picture of Grady. You know Grady used to be on Fred Sanford. Never trust a Negro who don't date black women. Is that Grady talking? I don't know, y'all. I'm just repeating what's on bad in the zone here. Look. <laughs> hmm. Cordell West, slow down. 
don't know. I, you know, I got all the respect in the world for Cornell West, but at some point, Wow. But who is Mr. Possum? Wow. Hmm. I don't know, yo. There seem to be uh, some mixed emotions about Bernie Sanders dropping out and his uh, supporters being less than enthused about uh, the Democratic nominee. Well, I think they'll feel a lot better about the Democratic nominee when it finally sinks in and they figure out they only got one other choice, and that's Donald Trump. I think they'll feel a lot better about uh, Secretary uh, Clinton once they put her up against uh, the Donald. And it's not even close, you It's not even close. You got you got a, a a person who's a heartbeat away from the presidency, or who might be morally unstable. Now I don't know what he is in that, but uh, from what I can see, it uh, it appears to me that uh, the dome may be uh, morally unstable. Especially to be president, you know, gotta have a sound, sound, sound man to hold that job. I mean, you got control of the largest nuclear arsenal the world's ever seen. You got control of the largest nuclear arsenal that the world has ever seen in its history. Huh? That, my friend, is scary. Y'all just don't know how scary uh, that is. Y'all don't know how scary that is, y'all. Well, hopefully the American public will realize that uh, 
that is not the person they want uh, in charge of that uh, nuclear arsenal. Hopefully they will. I don't know if they will. I said hopefully they will. Hopefully they will. They got about five months. Let's see, August, September, October, November. August, September, October, November. They got four months. They got less than four months to uh, come to grips with it. They got four months to come to grips with it. Yeah. Put up in mind. One way or the other. Mm-mm. That uh, don't leave much time to uh, make up their mind. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. This Deborah Doty. Yeah, I did get a another invite. Uh. Let me uh, hit her back. Let's see. How can I do this? Uh, hello, how are you doing?
Wow. Yeah, I'm just uh, answering a post from an old friend of mine, and somebody looked like a type their uh, Facebook account. You know, I'm getting worried about this uh, social media. And I, I'm old pro. I've been out there. Me and Al Gore invented the internet. That's how long I've been on it. Me and Al Gore. Y'all remember? <laughs> hey, it's more to that. The least I, when Al Gore uh, said that he invented the internet back when he was, back in 2000 when he was running for president, they almost left, left, left Al Gore out of town, yeah. But but when you dig into uh, uh, what he said a little deeper, it uh, has some uh, validity. Al Gore was, I don't know if he was chairman, but he certainly did sit on the, uh, the uh, military committee, what is it, DOD committee, in the Senate at the time that the Internet was uh, being uh, uh, put together. And, you know, that was a military thing. The Internet came from the military, the U.S. military, and uh, Al Gore had a lot to do with funding uh, that uh, effort uh, uh, while he was in the Senate. So, you know, it's... You could say, and he could make the argument that he was instrumental in uh, uh, developing uh, the internet because he played a big part in funding it through uh, the uh, uh, Senate. So yeah, you can laugh at it, but yeah, he had uh, quite a bit to do with that. He had quite a bit to do with. Uh, the creation of the internet, you know. That's just a little known history. <laughs> yeah, the husband's got all kind of info for y'all tonight. Take that. Now, y'all ain't going to believe what I say anyway. Y'all don't, I don't think the husband was just sitting out here, <laughs> sitting out here twirling his thumbs, y'all. I really don't tell y'all what Bastille Day was. I already done told you what Bastille Day was. Now I'm giving you some more information on the fact that Al Gore, the former vice president, did have a hand in the uh, founding of the Internet through his work in the Senate. Absolutely. Check it out. You got to take my word for it. Don't take my word. Check it out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we uh, we having a lot of fun, y'all. All kinds of stuff is popping up on the internet. I hope I don't have to try to defend myself while I'm on the air uh, against the text that I'm getting on Facebook. <laughs> hey, don't start no stuff. Don't start no stuff. There won't be none. I don't mind. Yeah, the peanut gallery want to start some trash, y'all. Don't start no stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, the Braves are starting their second half of the season. They look like they're getting off to a pretty good start there. We've got a pitcher throwing the ball 98 miles an hour past people. How long he's going to go? Let's see what in the know we're in. We're in the top of the seven, so he... <clears throat> Ooh. He's blowing people away, y'all. 
I hope you don't hurt his arm throwing the ball that hard. I hope he don't hurt his arm because that boy's throwing that ball like he got somewhere to go. He's throwing that ball at night like he got, like he got a, like he's running from a fire or something the way he's throwing that ball at night. 98 on the black. Wow. Throw that ball 98 on the black every time. On, you're going to make a lot of money in that game, yeah? If you could throw that ball 99 miles an hour on the black, you're going to make a lot of money. It's got to be on the black now. I can't even, <laughs> you, you can't go up there throwing that ball 99 miles an hour and don't know where it's going. Oh, no. Not only are you not going to make no money, you're going to kill somebody. You throw that ball that hard and don't know where it's going. That shit it 99 miles an hour on the black. You can make a lot of money now. You can't just make money throwing the ball all over the place that hard. You kill somebody. You kill somebody throwing the ball that hard because you only got a split second stand up there in that balance box to get out, uh, out the way of a ball coming that way. They say a, a baseball, a batter, a major league batter can, can get his bat on a, on a fastball, no matter how fast it's coming. They'll adjust to the speed of that ball, but you know, it's, you got to mix it up so you can't just go up there and throw 99 miles an hour fastballs all day at the better time. You got to be able to, uh, he did a good job that now. You got to be able to change that fastball up. He just changed it up. He threw about an 89 miles an hour curveball to bat it out front on the ball. You can tell he's out front because he pulled it. Yeah, there you go. He changed it up and batted out front, pulled the ball right to the first base. I was afraid he had to go up and get it, though. Oops, stop. Right. That boy sure was pitching tonight, Fulton Nevins. One of our young arms there. We need all the pitching we can get, y'all. Because we right now, we're 20 games out of first place to Braza. We're 20 games out of first place in the second half of the season. You, uh, right now what you're playing for is uh, position. <laughs> well, <laughs> that position, what you're playing for right now is uh, uh, trying to gauge uh, what next year's roster is going to be like. That's what this whole second half is going to be about, how you're going to be in the second uh, uh how your roster going to look next year. Because you're 20 games out starting the second half. You ain't, uh, chances are, chances are you ain't, uh, you ain't going to make no kind of run that's going to put you in the playoffs. But I see one, I see a pitcher here tonight. Looks like he might be at the top of that rotation next year. He can be right there at the top of that rotation. The way that guy is throwing the ball tonight, that's what he's saying. Hey, Kurt. I 
Yeah, I think uh, I got to do some more work there. I got to do some more homework tonight. When I get off the air, I told you before uh, these four subjects that I'm taking, these things is about to uh, these things about to kill the hushma. They uh, hmm. I don't know. We uh But I gotta do some homework to try to I'm just trying to hang on, y'all. I ain't looking for nothing. But a strong D. If I get a strong D in each one of these classes, I'm gonna be the happiest man in the world. The husband's gonna be the happiest person in the world if I get me a strong D. And I'm gonna move on. I see I, I, I would be great, but I'm I'm just you know if I see would be great, I see would I'm just looking for a strong D y'all. Ain't no shame in my game. Ain't no shame in the husband's game yet. Uh-uh, I'm tell you that right now. I'm just trying. To, hey, we got a free call in y'all. One eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. We call into the Hushmore platform where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And now in the sense that sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Law Telecare. We don't like to get loud. We try to keep everything on an even keel. Sometimes you have to crank up the volume. What was that they just showed on TV? Was that the moon or the sun? I don't know, but it seemed awful closed. Oh, you think they zoomed it in on it? <laughs> Whatever it was, what it was, a, was that the moon or the sun, y'all? Anybody know? How can you tell the difference? Oh, <laughs> what a period they don't like. Hey, y'all, you know, that's good right there. We don't, we, sometimes we don't. You can't tell the difference. Somebody says, yeah, the sun creates its own light, the moon. Reflect light. Okay. Now, okay. We got a bunch of smart folks in the in the gallery, y'all. We got a bunch of smart folks up there in that peanut gallery. I'm here to tell you. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. We got some brains. We got some brains in the in the peanut gallery, I'm not the only smart person in the house. Uh-uh. I don't, I don't profess to be. Might not even be the sharpest person in the house. I'm I'm one of them. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm in the running. I'm in the running for the title. Make no mistake about that, A.T. I'm in the running now, but I might not be the smartest. Ain't nobody said I thought I was smart. Anyway, who, 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 where you get that from? Hey, now see, somebody's trying to make, somebody's trying to suggest that Hushbow. Anybody here at Hushbow say anything about being the smartest 
cookie in the jar? No, I, no. Oh, I'm not your dumbest. Oh no, don't. I didn't see it that either. Uh, oh no, don't get it twisted down. I, no, I didn't say I was the dumbest either. I said I was somewhere in the in the running. In the running for what? The bottom or the top? <laughs> Uh, you know, that's you know, somebody's gonna they about to keep the hush ball off now. Somebody said I'm in the running for what the, the top or the bottom. <laughs> hey, I'm in the running for the top. I'm in I'm in the running for the top spot, y'all. In terms of intellect. What is intellect? What is intellect? No nobody knows? Well, what do you get a home I'm in the running for a, uh, I'm in the running, uh, I'm headed to the top, y'all. That's where I just put it like that. I'm on my way up. Who is that? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 who is that? Fat Joe? Somebody who's on his way up? Uh, I'm homo. How does it go? What is that fat Joe talking about? He's on his way up or something? How does that record go? I don't know. Any, any fat Joe uh, talking about he's... Uh, he said he's on his way up. Fat Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says he's on his way up. On his way up somewhere. I don't know where he's going, though. Don't, don't get me started. But he did say he was on his way up. Cubs are they getting back they getting in gear for the second half. Oh yeah, the Cubs is tough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, the Cubs are tough. They can they can beat you ten and nothing or two one. Yeah, they can throw some some pitches out there that can shut you down. Cole Hamels and what's the other guy? Ari Atta. They got some dudes that shut you down, yeah. And they got some bats that can explode. Jason Haywood ain't got hot yet. That guy's a second half player. That guy's a second half player. I'm looking for him to break out in the second half and and uh, do some big things. That's what I tell you. He's a second half player. 
That guy can, Jason Haywood, yeah, right fielder for uh, the Cubs. That guy's a second half player. After the All Star break, that guy get hot. If his his MO is uh, anything like I'm thinking it is, that guy gets hot in the second half, and they already got a four or five game lead. When he get crunked up, the Cubs just going to be scared. The Cubs are going to be scared the second half of the season, yeah, because he ain't been, he ain't been really uh, he always played defense, best right fielder in the game. But he's going to get hot in that second half and uh, tear the league up. But he can tear the league up once he gets hot. I'm going to tell you that. I can tell you that right now. When Jason gets hot, he can carry a team for a long time. He can carry a team. Let's see who we're talking about here. Oh, yeah, he carried a team now. We just we just trying to debate. Hey, I ain't got time to worry about the Cubs, y'all. I ain't got time to worry about the Cubs. I'm a Atlanta Braves fan. I root for the Indians in the American League. Excuse me, Indians, my team over there. They uh doing big things right now. Oh yeah, I root for the Indians. My father was a Indian fan. That that that's from him. He was a big Cleveland Indian fan back in the day. Oh, yeah, when he was way back in the day, y'all, when Herb School was pitching. Y'all remember Herb School? Herb School got hit upside the head with a baseball. He was pitching now. The line drive came back through there. And, oh, he was never no more good. He, <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> that, he, was, he was never no more good. That was before he had helmets and all that, bad helmets and all that stuff. Anyway, pitchers don't know these days. Bad helmets anyway, but a line drive coach caught the herb score. And um, he, he never could pitch no more. Uh, I think he was seeing like three, three or four different plates, home plates I'm talking about. That pitcher's only helped. Six to six feet away from home plate as a ain't far. I line drive from back up out through that mill. You got to be you can't ever take your eye off that uh off the ball. Keep your eye on that ball at all times. You can't just be falling off that mound all kind of crazy away. You gotta fall off that mound in a position to uh, protect yourself. You gotta fall off that now in a position to protect yourself, yeah. That ball could come back up through that mill and kill you. Hey, I'll tell you what I know. Hey no, I'll tell you what I know. I ain't talking about what I read about. I'm talking about what I know about. I'm talking about what I know about, yeah. When you come off that now in in baseball, a pitcher, you got to come off there looking for that ball to come back. He got another home run. What happened there? 
We got another run. How do we get that run? We need some more runs, oh yeah. Oh yeah, we need some more runs. Colorado Rockies got a uh, heck of a team. We can't. Uh, Get out of there. Get out of there, y'all. Get out of there. That boy ran that ball down. That boy ran that ball down, y'all. I'm trying to, I told you I'm broadcasting the game. I'm doing play-by-play for the Braves this evening. And I told you I can multitask. Hey, y'all. It's about, uh, wow, two minutes to nine, y'all. We got to, uh, Bring this thing to an end. We're going to see y'all right back in next week. Same time, same same place. What's next week? Twenty third of July. We'll be right back in next week on the 23rd of July, you know, to entertain you good folks out there on the high school back forum. Y'all uh, be good and safe until we meet again. Hey, until next week, y'all got me, Hushma, driving this train out here. Ciao. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com.